observe when you judge yourself. Don't judge yourself judging yourself. This is a habitual habit we have that comes from inadequacy. Observe yourself, detach, start to observe your thoughts. Go, oh my God, am I really thinking that about myself? But don't judge it. Accept it, love it. Give your soul permission, even though you may not know what that looks like, what that feels like. Just start to give your soul permission to start to help you and work through you because the soul will always start to communicate. Hey, and welcome back to the podcast. We are here with Jennifer Starlight from jenniferstarlight.com. And Jennifer is an internationally recognized Australian trans medium teacher and author. She is a leading authority within her field, and she has dedicated her life to demonstrating and teaching the power of spirit around the world. She's hosted her own psychic radio show, and she's now inspiring people to heal and evolve by journeying inward to discover and realize their own natural intuition and divine intelligence. So we're going to be picking up and figuring out what that is all about. Jennifer, glad to be talking to you. Thank you, Robert. Glad to be here. I'm glad to have you here. And so when we talk about what you do, right, about being a medium and the healing and the psychic and all that, everything that makes you uniquely you, what's the 60-second elevator pitch? When someone says, who are you, what do you do, and how do you help me, what's the 60-second answer? Okay. 60 seconds, huh? All right. Everything I teach... I teach from my own experience and through my own life experience, I realized that I had this gnawing homesickness inside of me. I felt I didn't belong on the planet. I felt I wasn't coping emotionally on the planet and I reached out to something I actually didn't even believe in, which was the spirit world at the time. So what I do in a nutshell is assist people to come back into union with their true self to plug in to their own innate intuition and divine intelligence. Every human being has this divine intelligence called the soul. And I get so excited about connecting people to their soul just as much as their soul gets excited about connecting to them. Because often we struggle through life. We can't see the woods for the trees. I was a full-time, still am, professional clairvoyant for over 30 years. And the main question I had from everybody was, I don't know who I am and what is my purpose? So in a nutshell, I teach people what their purpose is because everybody's individual, but also teach them how to plug in to the power of the invisible forces that they are and also the invisible forces that support them. And it is encouraging this idea of the inner self and the divine intelligence that the answer is within me or close to me and just needs to be accessed. I just need your help to tap into what's there. Absolutely. I call it your inner guidance system. And when you learn to plug into your feelings, because a lot of people talk about intuition and they say to me, when I run psychic development classes, for example, they say to me, I can't hear spirit. I can't see spirit. I can't do this. And I'd say, that's fine. 
often I'm traditionally what's called clairaudient. I am clairaudient, clairvoyant, but I'm also what's called clairaudient. I hear the voice of spirit and I can have my off days as well. I can get up tired and grumpy and there are times when that voice I go, geez, I don't know today, that's not feeling right. So when I teach psychic development, I teach people that there is one guidance system that we all have that is always 100% accurate, and that is our feelings. What we feel in our gut or our heart is your soul, that divine intelligent aspect of you communicating to you. But the problem is we are so programmed to think our way through life, which by the way, is often filled with a lot of misunderstandings, a lot of crazy belief systems that have nothing to do with the truth or the power of what we are. So when people say to me, I can't hit you, I can't see, I say, you can all feel. And that is probably the strongest guidance system that any of us have anyway. So it's not actually about elevating yourself out. It's actually about dropping down into the body, into the feelings and what feels true. So it's actually a lot simpler than people have been led to believe, I feel. And so when you say that the answers come from our feelings, what comes to mind for me is sometimes my feelings have gotten the best of me. Sometimes I've done something and I just would jump to a conclusion or I would do something stupid or rash. So what's the problem there? Is it listening to the wrong feelings or listening to them incorrectly? What's going wrong there when okay. the, the feelings take us in the wrong path? Yeah, that's a really good question. Because there is a difference, a big difference, as subtle as it may be, it's still an important difference between the emotional body and the feeling body. So my understanding after working with people, as I said, for over 30 years, and often they would come to me about their love life, their work, they're not coping. What spirit has taught me is that the emotional body is a product of our belief systems. So when we have a belief, say about ourselves, I'm ugly, and we believe that to be true, that then is going to create an emotional reaction of depression, of inadequacy, whatever it may be. When I teach psychic development, it, a very important process is to actually clear the emotional cup of the stored emotional charge that is created from the beliefs we believe to be true. So when the emotional body is cleared and you're not reacting through emotions, but responding through something deeper, as I said, in the gut, this is more in the gut. The emotions are up here. So say, Robert, you said you've gone and done something crazy, right? And made a mistake. That's immediately the mind judging that for a start. And then the emotional response to that is, oh my God, I'm no good. What am I doing? I keep getting into the wrong relationships, whatever that it is. That is when we stay up in that 
more surface level of the emotional body. So I teach people firstly how to permanently transform their emotional body. Because if I had a dollar over the years for every time somebody said to me when they're emotionally upset and they'll say to me, I thought I dealt with that. I thought I dealt with that sadness or that grief or that anger or that anxiety. I say with respect, that's your first mistake. Because the first thing we do, if we have an emotion that we're not comfortable with, we will judge it and think there is something wrong. It's actually not. Our emotions are, I call them divine messengers, who are alarming us to where we have actually unplugged from the inner power and the inner guidance. So those emotions are there to guide us back. And we need to thank them. So one of the ways to permanently transform an emotion is to first acknowledge it and then have gratitude for it because they're not there to hurt us. They're there to guide us back to this. So every time a common thing is people keep getting into the same relationships, the same things happen. That's because the same emotional charge is there. And the emotion is trying to get their attention by creating something outside of them. It's just like history will just keep repeating itself until we change our emotional energy. Does that make sense? It's starting to. So you're saying that we need to go deeper and then that this pattern has been to stay shallow with the emotions and to just react and, and to just, mind. yeah, and, yep. and having those same stuck belief systems. And it's yeah. time to change that. Same stuck belief system. So same stuck emotions and same stuck events that happen because of those stuck belief systems and those stuck emotions. I have to say too, to really help listeners that there is one emotion that is at epidemic proportions on this planet and it will manifest itself in one of two extremes. And that emotion is the emotion of inadequacy. And inadequacy will either make someone go into a pit of depression and anxiety and a malaise and a, a, to the point they can be paralyzed in life. Or the other end of the spectrum of inadequacy is being a perfectionist and a workaholic. The reason I know that is I've been there and done that. And I remember it was quite a few years ago now. I woke up one morning and I had this emotional charge in me. I didn't know what it was. It felt extremely uncomfortable. And I said to spirit, what is this? And it's like I could hear them smiling, if that was possible, going, well, you're not going to know what we're going to tell you. I said, I don't care. This is so uncomfortable. Because I hear spirit clearly, they came back and said, okay, you need to hear this now. You are experiencing the emotional pattern of inadequacy. Straight away, my ego mind jumped in and said, how's that possible? I work really hard at what I do and I try to be the best at what I do. 
and I'm a perfectionist and how's that, how could I be inadequate? Anyway, when I calmed down, spirit came back and said, are you listening to yourself? And I went, oh my God, oh my God, I have been driving myself into the ground with the emotional energy of inadequacy. But if we don't know that's what's driving us, it will literally drive us into the ground with adrenal fatigue, exhaustion, giving up. That is a very common emotional pattern that is holding people because they're either completely paralyzed in I'm no good at anything or so busy trying to run away from the feeling of inadequacy. Nowhere in that is there time to be still and to drop into the feelings. I hear a lot about this, especially lately with post-pandemic and remote work, just this, the workaholism kind of behavior, which was always there. It's been around for decades. And when you hear it discussed, it's this thing to avoid the personal growth, right? To fill up every last minute on the calendar. And it's not looked at as too much of a bad thing because they figure at least you're productive, at least you're making money, at least you're helping others. But then at the expense of just running yourself dry. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the gifts of the pandemic was actually making people stop to review, to reflect, but a lot haven't reconnected with themselves. And that was, there's a gift in everything. And the gift to me in the pandemic has been for people to actually be made to stop and just be and start to reconnect. But because that is not taught, particularly in our Western world, we have to project everything out there and success comes from being busy and appearing successful. And trust me, I, over the years, have seen so many financially successful people who just come sit, God bless them, and just fall apart going, I'm completely lost. The work isn't fulfilling me anymore. The exhaustion and the busyness is not working anymore. Who am I? And I think that's where, that's a defining moment, asking who am I. It's also a moment where you're going to be hurtled into things you don't want to necessarily look at. But right. With the right guidance and understanding, because something else I teach, I've done, a, I've taught a lot of healing work and I was given a very powerful healing modality called Diamond Light Healing System, which is about devating the energy bodies with any human being. There's also a numerology system that is just mind-blowing to show people exactly what their emotional challenges are, what their soul's gift is. But overall, the greatest healing tool any of us have for transformation so we can plug into that inner soul is understanding. And when we understand why we think the way we do, why we feel the way we do, it literally will disappear. The problem will dissolve through understanding and acknowledgement of it. It's very, it's actually very simple. There's no smoke and mirrors here. 
understanding is the tool. Very powerful because all of our difficulties come from misunderstandings, from misinformation that we have been given as societies over thousands of years. So when we're given misinformation, we become misaligned with our true self and our inner power. So understanding those misunderstandings is what can shift them. You're blowing my mind here, understanding the misunderstandings. But this, yeah. but this is, I think this is a really important message. And as you're saying, very few people are talking about this, but luckily you're here. And I'm making all these kind of mental notes about just things I need to be doing or doing more of, making time for the stillness to thinking about what belief systems am I stuck in? And when I get those nasty thoughts or those emotions or the stress to identify what it is and thank it for existing because it's alerting me that that something maybe needs to be different here. And so if someone is listening to a conversation and their mind is blown as well, and they've also gotten a little bit of help along the way, but they say, I need to be looking into more of this, into the healing, into what it is that you do. So what is the next step? And what is the, the prescription for someone to get this fixed? Is it one-on-one -on -one sessions with you? Is it take a course? Is it read a book? If someone says, I'm stuck, I can relate to this, I need to solve this problem. What's the next course of action? The most important course of action is their desire for truth. That's the foundation because our intention is the foundation of all outcomes. So if the intention is I am so over myself, I am so sick and tired of being sick and tired. I say to people, that is the most powerful place you could be right now, is being sick and tired of being sick and tired. Because what happens then is you start to let go. You start to go, okay, I want to receive. I want to know myself. So when people have that desire to know themselves, that is going to allow their souls to actually start bringing them what they require. Because when we live by the mind, and this is obviously in the Western world, we've all been programmed to go out and get a goal, a dream. I'm going this year to go from A to B, then I'm going to go from B to C. And people just keep going and going, and it's a bottomless pit. They never get to a point of satisfaction. That's the old way of doing things. The new way is actually dropping into the feelings and you put out literally a magnetic net that allows the soul to bring you exactly what you require. So what I suggest is first is the desire is a huge magnetic force the desire to know yourself and the desire to stop the suffering is the first step. I then suggest to people that they read my little Diamond Light Numerology book because simply from their birthday, and this was given to me by spirits, I channeled this back in 2003 in my first book, Union. And at the time I went, oh yeah, 
it was interesting because I had never studied numerology, knew nothing about it. And I'm channeling all these numbers and meanings and I'm going to spirit, why are you giving me this when I've never done anything with numerology? They said, this is the very reason we're giving it to you. You have no preconceived ideas. So the numerology then started to grow. The information that is in there is just mind-blowing and phenomenal in that the numbers know the exact emotional patterns that you as an individual have come in with. They know your gifts and challenges. It's a very simple little system. So this is the first pit stop for understanding what's inside of you and also getting assistance from this little ebook on how to transform the emotions with love so they don't keep repeating themselves and people don't have to keep saying, I thought I dealt with that. The next step to me is I do what are called soul readings where I literally sit and talk to your soul. I talk to the divine intelligent aspect of you that knows everything about you, the human extension. So as Robert's sitting here in front of me, Robert's been constructed from his parents' belief systems, his parents' parents' belief systems, the society you found yourself in. They're all the belief systems that you've inherited or decided to take on or swapped because other belief systems were outworn or you weren't comfortable with them. That then sets up the physical body, how the physical body is going to function. If you've inherited any diseases in your genes or DNA, I move through all that. We don't talk about that. We talk directly to your divine intelligent self that knows everything about the human suit of Robert, but also knows exactly what Robert needs to be doing next. That is always extremely revealing and wonderful. The other avenue I suggest to people is as a trans medium, now a medium is someone who traditionally, a medium is someone who has psychic abilities and is proof of survival. So to put it bluntly, if you came for a soul reading, I would also be talking to your dead relics. They would show up in your reading and be giving you messages and whatever you need to know. That is what's called mental mediumship. But I also do something called trance mediumship, which is where I've been taught by spirit to go into an altered state. Now, I don't, I don't leave my body. Some trance mediums do. I remain in my body. It's like I sit up the back of my consciousness and spirit comes in the front. And it's like I'm at a movie theater just hearing what they've got to say. I've been doing public transmissions with Spirit and one guide in particular called for full-time for 17 years around the world. And to have a one-on-one -on -one session or come to a public transmission with Amun Min is just fantastic. 
he's got an incredible sense of humor. When he first came in 17 years ago, he said to me, I'm here to assist people to be happy human beings because we were never given a rule book. We have no clue what this is and what is supporting this. Everything he teaches has been about the emotional body. He's given me the numerology. He's given me the diamond light activations. We now have diamond light astrology where he's showing new ways, or I would say more ancient ways, of how to access and understand the multidimensional levels of yourself. So there's lots of different things, Robert, but like I said, I don't think it really matters what avenue you go down that I'm offering people. The first step is wanting to know because nothing can go against you. It's very important that you have that desire. And I'm finding a lot of people are now do have the desire to know more about who they are, what they're here for. They don't want to waste time. They don't want to remain confused and sick and tired. We really are an extraordinary time in our human history. Human beings, like any other species on the planet, need to evolve. And how we evolve is to actually connect to those invisible forces of ourselves and start to live a more expanded, multidimensional life. You are tapped into something extraordinary here. And as you said, it's really important to have that desire to change, but also the acceptance of knowing where you're at now and what you don't like and what you want to be different so that we're not stuck in that pattern that you mentioned going from A to B and B to C and where is it end and where's the end goal that there is not. It just keeps being on to the next thing instead of actually being happy and being fulfilled and deciding what you want. And so you have all these different techniques and books and your website is jenniferstarlight.com. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Awesome. And so someone can go there and they can pick and choose and see what attracts them, whether it's the numerology or the medium aspect or the reading or the videos, they can just go there and find what gets them, what interests them, what attracts them, correct? Yes. Yes, there's also on the website will be lots of little meditations, visualizations to do. There will be free transmissions up there that have come through my guide, Min. I'm so passionate about helping people to stop suffering. And the reason for that is I went through enough of my own suffering to come out the other side to go. In one way, it's necessary. The suffering's necessary to get you to a point of being sick and tired, so you choose to let go of it because in the end, it's actually a choice. So I'm so grateful for every tear I've ever shed, every trauma I've ever been through because I would not be here today doing this unless I was went through all of that and am now grateful for all of that because there is a gift in everything and a lot of teaching say this is a school and life is a lesson there's lessons to be learnt no there's not there's gifts to be found I love it so if you out there 
If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, if it's time to finally make that change, then you've gotten this far in the podcast and you've been listening intently and hearing from Jennifer about this and that technique. There's a reason why you're paying such close attention. It's because you know that it's finally time to do something different. And the very first step, the next step for you is to go to jenniferstarlight.com and go there now. And we'll see you there. And any final parting words of advice here, Jennifer, to send us on our way, any like one to three sentences come to mind as far as just giving us that final lesson and wrapping up a conversation? Number one, please observe when you judge yourself and don't judge yourself judging yourself. That is number one. This is a habitual habit we have that comes from inadequacy. So observe yourself, detach, start to observe your thoughts, go, oh my God, am I really thinking that about myself? But don't judge it. Accept it, love it. So number one, don't judge yourself. Number two, please give your soul permission. Even though you may not know what that looks like, what that feels like, just start to give your soul permission to start to help you and work through you. Because the soul will always start to communicate if you can't feel the feelings because you're overwhelmed with emotional energy. What the soul does will start to send you messages through symbols, through music, through a number plate on the car in front of you in the traffic jam. It will do anything to get your attention. So start to see your life symbolically. Ask the soul to help you and find some still time. Stop the search. Stop looking and just start being. That's a good place, those three things to start.